Hey babes, this is Renee. Hey girl, it's Becca. Hey baby girls, it's Vicky. <laughs> this is All The Reels and we're so excited you're here. Because otherwise we'd just be talking to ourselves. <laughs> but for real, we are pumped. We're gonna be deep diving into relationship topics, chit chatting about life, and hopefully bringing you some fun and laughs along the way. We'll be here every Thursday, ready to bring you some juicy, unfiltered content. And don't worry, we won't hold back. So grab a drink and sit back, because here we go. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, So today we're going to talk about our relationship with ourselves. That means self-discovery, self-love, self-worth, all the good things. But before we get into that, what are we drinking on that's making us feel really good today? Self-loving ourselves. Mm-hmm. Self-loving I'm self-loving cocktails. myself by hydrating. I'm a little boring, but giving my body some water. You little love it, Nick. I think I had that last week, so it's fine. Um, I made a. It's like a spicy Paloma. Kind mm. of. Wait, but with ginger beer. Okay, I'll just tell you what's in it: tequila, crushed fresh grapefruit, um, squeezed a lime in there. And, oh, and then shook it with jalapenos and then put some ginger beer on top. So whatever you want to call that, it's freaking delicious. If I love was, how your taste buds have evolved and grown over the years. Mm-hmm. I'm into the spice these days. I know. Yeah. Tough love for the tongue. That is <laughs> crazy. And that sounds delicious, except for the tequila. If it was like vodka or something, I'd love Well, Renee, it's, it's the drink that we all were like raving about all over the holidays um, from half-baked harvest, except yeah. it's not vodka. I put tequila in it. So yeah, it's delicious. I had a grapefruit myself, grapefruit crush. Ooh, I need to start buying jalapenos because I feel like I'm like in this little spiciness too. Is there a jalapeno vodka? I'm sure there is, but is it the oh, same? Probably. I don't know. I've never had one, but I'm sure that there is. Also, where can we find, um, a way to get the good ice? Oh my God. I ice? I mean, I think you can buy an ice maker that (laughs) would probably have. It literally makes your drink. Like I had a grapefruit crush the other day, yesterday at this restaurant and it makes it so much better. I mean, they're already good, but it makes them like a hundred times better. I need to find. You are very right, Becca. And I would also like to add that I just Googled where to find it. And the best place to find it is a hospital. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing that came up. Okay. That is true. Make it a stop. (laughs) Um, and then so first for uh first tip to find it is hospital second tip just buy a nice machine (laughs) (laughs) but i'm seeing a lot of blogs on the secret of making the soft ice so right i feel like we had a shaved ice machine when we were younger yeah but that's not the same yeah it wasn't the same a shaved ice machine didn't we have one of those oh yeah we did all right anyway so a lot of self um, love with my drink that I made. <laughs> a lot of self discovery on ice, but anyway. All right, Vic, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Well, I guess we can first steal a quote from Carrie Bradshaw's book. Love that. <laughs> Our girl, and say the most important relationship is the one you have with yourself. Boom. Why wouldn't you start with that? I she's love that. <laughs> I feel like I always heard that quote like, you can't love yourself till you love anyone else. Like, literally, oh, since we. Other way around. Sorry, yeah, but we you can't it. love anyone else. Like, oh my lord, yeah. <laughs> that's what you don't do. <laughs> but no, but don't you remember? I feel like I remember hearing that in grade school, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "What is this?" Like, I feel like it's like 
I never really grasped like what that meant. Yeah. And there's so many different ways that you can like practice self-love, but we're taught from such a young age that we're supposed to like love the people around us and like basically, uh, you know, show love to the people that your family and friends, et cetera, even strangers, but like, we're never really taught how to love ourselves or it's not even just taught how, like nobody just really ever brought it up. Yeah. Saying stuff like that. It's like, oh, you're like, don't act like that. You're like cocky or literally like that's definitely a thing. (laughs) That would always be my first thought. And even if, so if you went to a Catholic school, like us, even one of the first, one of the commandments um, is love thy neighbor as you love thyself. <laughs> right. That's how it goes. I don't even know if that's like how, how it actually yeah. goes, but, but like nothing more than that. Like, I always was like, what does that even mean? Love yourself. <laughs> right. And like, like you said, Becca, I feel like I would always feel weird when I would hear that quote or like, um, or similar ones because it's like, oh, well that's kind of arrogant. Yeah. But like, I feel like it wasn't until like recent years that I understood it because now that we're adults, we actually like can understand our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like it also kind of goes to the like generational things. Like we've talked about this on here before of just a lot of um, people that are older than us just view therapy and talking about your feelings and things like that as just a no, no, or like brush it under the rug. Like we don't talk about feelings. Um, and I feel like maybe that plays a part in it too, where I don't know if I want to say our parents, but like our parents, our teachers, they weren't encouraging us to be like, oh, I love this about myself because they've never done that. You know, does that make sense? So true. And like, right, like now, like to feel your feelings and to be able to like be honest about it, it is like a weight is lifted. I feel like I can't feel right with myself if I'm feeling something, especially with somebody or towards somebody else. And I can't tell them that it's like, Right. We're, we're, we're past the days of playing hard to get. And like, yeah. And I feel like mental health is just not like you guys said, like not really talked about now. I, with our generation, with millennials being like, what the fuck? Like, let's talk about things. I feel like we're getting, we're like on the road to get there. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it just was a generational thing. I feel like, and it's crazy because mental health is so much in my opinion, like maybe even more so if not just equivalent of like, just as important as physical health. Oh, um, yeah. Like think about all the mental diseases and like, just, it's crazy that it's not really talked about. And I feel like that's part of the issue. Like think about how many like lives could be saved, like suicidal thoughts, like things like that. If people were like, if it was more accepted to go to therapy, like you said, Renee, and just more accepted to like talk about that stuff. Um, and support groups, just like yeah. not feeling scared to like share what everybody else is feeling and thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for for me personally, I feel like it wasn't until like a toxic, like a toxic relationship ended that I felt like I not necessarily loved myself or like knew how to love myself, but like was able to like know myself. Yeah. Um, and I a lot of to time- ask you guys that, like, mm-hmm. how do you feel that? you've always been like, have, do you feel like you've always had self-love or you had to develop it or like what Vicky, you said there was like a toxic relationship. So do you feel like it was after that relationship or have you always been okay with like loving yourself or? I mean, I didn't really think about it until then, until that ended, which was only like four, four or so years ago. But like, it was then that I was able to like, like know who I am, own who I am. And then 
and be confident in like all the things that I knew that I wasn't gonna settle for and or and like all the things that were non-negotiable yeah. whereas in that relationship I spent my whole life like molding to somebody else's like interests and um like things that I literally pretend that I like wanted to do or like was interested in I feel yeah. like when I'm young too it's easy to do that because it is about it like you especially like whenever you're like, like even like middle school, like you're always wanting to do like the cool person's doing or like, what are your friends doing? Like, what, what are they going to think of you? And it's just this constant, even in high school. And then like you get to college and I feel like that's still kind of a thing. And if you started dating someone freshly after, like you did Vicky and you know, I did and things like that, you're probably always just still like forming to other people. So then it almost takes when you're like an adult to be like, wait a minute, like, like I need to love myself and it sucks that it doesn't happen before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just kind of wild. Cause then you're like, wait a minute now, why, why would I settle for that? Like why? Yeah. No, that's not what I want to do. Like, why would I, you know, that kind of thing. It's it, kind of- it is crazy. Cause like, I think about all the things that I'm like, Oh my God, like if I stayed with this person and pretended all of these things, like it's hard to go back from that after you, like, it's hard to like, you spend five years with someone molding to their every interest. And then you do realize the things that you make you happy it it's hard to like then kind of change that and then the relationship yeah. I feel like it's just like not it's a and it was a lie for you there was a really huge factor which I don't think you ever got to this fully but like you always have said you didn't want kids and your your last relationship the person was like oh yeah you do yeah and, and I don't know that you ever were like yes I do but I feel like I did had that gone on longer you may have considered doing that and you literally that's like not who you are in your being yeah. you don't want that and, it's just and crazy. even then I felt that way, but I was like, all right, well, I don't want to break. I don't want like to cause any conflict. So like, maybe I was a different Enneagram back then. Who knows? (laughs) Don't get Renee started on Enneagram. (laughs) Renee, what are your feelings? Or do you feel like you recently, like as an adult kind of came into quote, loving yourself more? (laughs) I, I don't ever remember like consciously having thoughts of like, I don't like myself or I'm not cool enough or like being a really self-conscious person, like even middle school and high school, I feel like I was just like, whatever. Like I didn't give a shit about anything and it was fine, whatever. And after, I want to say like maybe like my early mid twenties is when I started being like, why do I care what people think about me and stuff? Like I started getting more like, oh, I don't want that person to be mad at me, or I don't want that person to think badly of me or whatever. And honestly, when I started um, Beachbody coaching, which would have been in, I think the beginning of 2017, one of the things is like personal development. And um, even though I'm not really doing Beachbody coaching anymore, it's like, what I gained from that was the like, personal development side of things was amazing. Like so many books, which I can share some of the. I remember you favorites. coming to my house after you started selling Beachbody or doing it. And I was like, why are you being so positive? Literally. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, who raised us? I know. I was like, wait, <laughs> was- what's, what's going on? But it, it really is like life-changing to like, even, and if, even if you're not a reader, just like listening to podcasts and it doesn't have to be yeah. this like, oh, find your inner peace. Like bullshit it's literally just there's so many good ones out there that I'm sure you'll share with us but yeah definitely but you're right like it just taught me how to like look at things more positively and be like okay like I'm gonna do what makes me happy and the right people 
are going to be happy with me and no one's going to get mad at me for doing what I want to do. Cause it's not like I have bad, like morals or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, it's just, I can be who I want to be. And my friends and people who matter are not going to be mad at me and not going to think I'm weird or whatever. And I just kind of like through the personal development, like books and podcasts and things like that. I feel like it really helped me to love myself more and just have a better perspective on who I am as a person and what I want and what matters. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love it now. And I growing, love growing on your own terms. Yeah. That we always say that. Cause we say with Emily too, we say we grow together our roots. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you can grow on your own terms and still with your, your roots, your people, then those are the keepers. That's yeah. so true. What about you, Beck? Do you feel like there was anything like that you can remember being a big point? Like Vicky's was a relationship. Mine was kind of just getting into the beach body stuff and learning about personal development. Like, is there anything? I don't, the only thing I remember, I was kind of like you, like, I feel like I was always like outgoing and like in school, I definitely would care what people think. That's Enneagram three. I a hundred percent care what people think um, to the max. <laughs> like most people do in a sense, but like, it's the way that they maybe. Like, yeah. But it. I definitely care what people think. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, that's why for Enneagram three, like you're an achiever, like, but I want to achieve because I want to like, um, like look better in, in other people's eyes, which sounds very like arrogant, but it's not, I don't mean it like no, that. It's Yeah. But anyway, so I definitely think I care what people think, but I do have a conscious like realization of whenever I like was, especially even in college when I didn't feel, um, I think I talked about this on the diet episode that we did, but like, I would always be like, Oh, my love handles. Like, Oh, I don't like my body. And like, I was very self-conscious about that. And then I don't know when it really changed. Maybe when I started, like maybe after college beach body, not beach body specifically, but like we started working out and not that I lost a bunch of weight. I didn't, I'm probably very similar size, but I just got more comfortable in my own skin. I don't know. I don't know if I could like relate it to anything specific though. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think back to that. And I'm like, wow, I like worried so much about like what I looked like. Yeah. Um, especially in college, which I think is probably easy for a lot of people to feel that way because I mean, you're going to school with how many girls that look, you know, all different shapes and sizes and it's easy to compare yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think, really think that anymore. Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying I, luckily I don't really think like that anymore. I mean, of course I'd be like, ugh, I feel fat in this every once in a while, but it's not something that like consumes me. Right. I think a really important thing to point out, um, and you guys will probably agree is like a self love relationship or whatever. It's such a journey as much as that sounds like so cliche. It's something that I feel like people do have to continue to work on. And in the past year of the pandemic, there were definitely times that I wasn't as like, Oh, I don't care what people think. Like anxiety creeps in. And when you're not in a really good mental health, like space, you might start being like, Oh, I wish I didn't do this. Or I hope they don't think this about me or whatever. Um, so even though I said, I, I love the personal development stuff and I never really felt like I had all these terrible thoughts, like it is, a journey. It's not just like a line. Like, it's not like, okay, I just yeah. never have bad thoughts or I really love myself so much. Do you guys agree? Like, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. You have to keep working at. And also it's just like 
self-discovery, like discovering who you are and, and like coming to a place where you can say that you love yourself. You're, I mean, it, like you said, it's always a work in progress, a journey, but it's just uncomfortable, like not uh, talking about it. I feel like it is kind of weird to talk mm-hmm. about, but also when it comes to like confronting yourself and, and coming to terms with like the things that you want to change or, or like the things that like you want to hold yourself accountable for Like I'm always saying to Austin, like there will never be a time in the house where I'm like, oh no, I didn't, or I'm trying to think of an example, but anytime that, that I do something like wrong or like wrong is in like, oh, I forgot to do this or like, Mm-hmm. maybe I should have done this better. Like I'm always like constantly holding myself accountable and calling myself out. Mm-hmm. Austin is not very good at that. So I keep telling him how much of it, it's such an attractive quality to have. Like I think about work and I'm like, instead of just saying, oh, sorry for the delay, your email went to my spam, which is a <laughs> lie versus saying, yeah. I am so sorry. Like I have been so busy and I, I, I just want to acknowledge that I was like, I'm going to get back to you. It's totally my fault. I just missed your email. Like people just- yeah take that in such a more like personal, personable like way. Yeah. Um, In a positive way, I guess I should say. And it's showing your confidence in yourself of being like, I'm busy. Like you're not like, that's not me. I'm not someone who ignores emails, but, and not really an excuse, but you're right. That's a good example of like owning it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. Owning like your mistake, even if it's stupid, but people love that. They would rather see that than some stupid excuse. Yeah. Um, I have one other thing too, that was like kind of a defining moment when it came to this, it was more so about work. Um, But just to kind of add to that, like, I feel like when I started working from home two years ago, I think it was like a year or so ago, I like, it's back to that when I started like just going and traveling by myself Mm -hmm. and just working in a different place. But I literally, it did, I woke up one day and it just hit me. I was like, I am not happy in my workspace. I'm like, so I'm not happy. it's making me feel like I'm not happy at my job. So like, I was like, I need to change something. So I got up, left for five days and I worked in a different place and it happened to be a place that I love, um, which I literally drove to New York for five days and stayed there and worked and it it made all the difference. But like, obviously I can't do that every day, but changing like just one thing that I wasn't happy with in my day to day, was able to make me happier. And, mm-hmm. and it was, I, I was able to make the best of like what I didn't like about work. <laughs> right. And it's like, you took the time to know what you needed and what like would make you happy instead of just going through emotions and then ending up miserable. Yeah. You know? And I honestly, I felt we, I honestly felt like I, I did when I did that, I was like, people are going to think this is so weird. Cause I remember being like, I cannot believe that that girl is eating at, by herself out to lunch. Like, do you remember when we used to be like that? Yes, I definitely used to be that. Now I would go eat by myself anytime. Actually, I, yeah. I, feel like I felt like it was fun for me over the years of traveling for work by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Like I get to go fly by myself. I'm going to go eat by myself. Like it's, yeah, it's fun. It is kind of like a defining moment in your adult life. It's like, wow, I'm like really doing this adult thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so when do you ever of- look at someone? When would you ever look at someone in a restaurant alone and be like, oh my God, what a loser? Like people don't think never, that when no. you're young, you think that about yourself and you'd be like, oh my God, I could never. It's like, really? Why? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the big deal? <laughs> um, Renee, you said about like, or one of you said about like um, the pandemic and like, 
anxiety kind of creeping in. So I feel like it would be helpful if we were to talk about, um, like some things that you can do to maybe get out of a funk, um, or things to do to just like improve your mood. I know one of the things for me is that I used to try and work out, um, just like whenever I had time morning or afternoon, but I realized that like, I have a commute, which can be up to like 50 minutes. So by the time I get home at night, I just don't want to do it. Um, so I know for me, at least like having a morning routine, even if I have to get out of bed and I love sleep so much, Mm -hmm. um, but I just push myself. And even if it's like 20 minutes to get up and do something that kind of makes me feel better and gives me energy to like, I don't know, just have that routine. Um, do you guys have anything that helps you to, I don't know, stay positive or kind of get you out of a funk? Yeah. I mean, that's a good one. Exercising for sure is like, it's one of those things where you just do not want to do it. But as soon as you do, you get like endorphins and you're like, oh, that was so worth it. Um, I definitely notice if I eat like shit, I feel like shit, which Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. I do it a lot, (laughs) but (laughs) like, that's just another helpful tip. Like fueling our bodies, I think is one of the biggest things. Um, I do still listen to a lot of podcasts and get like personal development. Um, so that's helpful for me. Yeah. I don't really have any specific examples, but I would just probably say in general, like whatever it is, like find ways to like maximize or make the best of a bad, not a bad situation, but if you're not happy in your job or if you're not happy, um, like in your, where, where you live, finding, just finding ways to like maximize your time at making the best of like a bad situation, which is kind of what I had said about traveling when I was yeah, unhappy I was say, in your, space. Your tip for traveling was good too, or like yeah. if you're someone who can do that. Um, I also mm-hmm. think like, don't be afraid to talk to people, like get a therapist, like it's not taboo, mm-hmm. just do it, who cares? And also like, if you're someone who doesn't really struggle with this, like maybe just having a way to check in on your friends, cause you never really know if they're struggling with it. You know, maybe they're not openly speaking about it, but it doesn't hurt to just check in on your friends, you know, throughout the day, once a week, whatever it might be, maybe like try and, um, make that kind of a habit. I think we always yeah. have group texts, so it's always fun. <laughs> Definitely. My I was group also texts, gonna... I feel like, like with you girls get me through my bad days. Yeah. yeah. It is so nice to just be able to chit chat with our besties. Mm-hmm. Um, but also for me, this might just be, I think you guys are the same, but a personality thing, like having something to look forward to, whether it's traveling or just simple plans with friends, like whatever your fun thing is, just like you said, check in with yourself, make sure that you're doing those things that are going to make you happy. And I mean, you could go a long time feeling like crap and not realize how long it's been and then look back and be like, shit, like, I don't think I'm so good right now. So just having those check-ins I think is huge. Yeah. Renee, how's your mood been this week since we're traveling at the end of it? Cause I've been like every day. I'm like, it feels like Friday. It feels like Friday because exactly like, like what do I got to do <laughs> seriously. The past it's Tuesday. And I feel like it's been Friday for like three days now. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my God. Oh my God. I'm just so freaking excited. I'm like, Dave, what are you, what are you going to wear to the airport? What are you going to pack? He was like, oh my I God. I was like, did you check your, your um suitcase? It's been a really long time since we traveled. Like you might want to check it. He's like, I'm sure it's fine. He's like, okay, mom. I thought I left. I moved out like several years ago. <laughs> I'm like, are we going to do laundry tonight? I can't wait. We can plan out our outfit. 
<laughs> I'm funny. literally the same way. Um, I went and got all of our travel travel things on Monday and I um at lunch and I came home and I'm like, look, look at this. I got mini shampoos. They're your favorite mini ones. I got this. I got myself spray deodorant, but it was the men's spray deodorant. So I don't like the women's spray deodorant that's in the travel size. And I got this and I got you Q-tips and Dave's like, why do you keep looking at the travel stuff? It doesn't excite me the way that it excites you. And I was like, I know I'm pumped. I guess um, yes, my um, mental state is great knowing that I'm traveling. So good, good, <laughs> Renee. I'm jealous that I can't be with the, with the the Geppies. Oh, who are none of us are Geppies anymore. That's actually really funny. Well, your dad is. Tina's still. Well, my dad's not gone, but my mom is, and she still oh. has the Geppy name even though she's divorced. I <laughs> so, well, love that. Is she ever going to change it? And number two, I thought your dad was going. So. No, he's not going. He went to the beach yeah. last weekend, and he can't get out of Bonnyville more than like once a week or a month. Yeah. Once a month um actually once every six months yeah really? I feel like he twice has- a year is where he's at he comes to he your house kids, but yeah he visits his kids but other than I that I feel like I saw him like twice in two weeks recently so that was a treat yeah he will leave he'll go but every he comes to my house which is like an hour or 40 minutes so he's okay with that but if he that even if he has matter. to drive two hours to Renee's he's like well, I guess I got to get, make the trip. I'm like, dad, it's not. But it's so funny because you know, he wants to. So like, oh yeah, he loves houses, but well, on the topic of things being uncomfortable, we're going to do an exercise. Okay. To close it out. Are we doing, are we doing this? Yeah, sure. Okay. So be sorry on the same topic of it being uncomfortable, this whole self-love talk discussions, whatever, whatever. What am I trying to say? The whole topic of self, yeah. self-love and self-discovery can be un- an uncomfortable thing to talk about. So we're going to talk about or go around really quickly and say two or three things that we love about ourselves. Two or three. Vicki, we are at the beginning of our journey. I might be able to pull <laughs> one. <laughs> one or two. One or two things. One thing. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't think you're at the beginning. Are you? Well, if you're making me say three things I love about myself, probably. Sorry, one um, one or two things. Okay. Um, you don't have to. Crick, crickets. Okay, <laughs> I'll go. I'll okay. go. Um, Becca, hold on. This is, this is literally giving me PTSD now, actually. If you guys threw this on me, I'd be like, oh my God, this is like that icebreaker situation in class or in. What's your favorite hobby? Hiking. Never okay. hikes. <laughs> oh my God. Tell me your hobby. Like... Let me Google top hobbies before I do. <laughs> All right, Renee, go ahead. What do you love about yourself? Um, I, I think I'm very easy to get along with, with like a lot of people, but I also can be deep and connect with my friends on like a deep level and be understanding and like, listen to them. Does that make sense? I I agree with that. I think that I am very loyal. I don't like to bail on plans and I like to, um, be there for my friends and family. You are very loyal. Thank you. Vicki, what do you love about loyal lady? Loyal uh, lady. <laughs> loyal, a loyal holistic organic lady. <laughs> Pharmacist. Um, check back to the episode to see what we're talking about if you missed it. Uh, <laughs> don't even remember which one it was. <laughs> I don't either. Um, them all. <laughs> I would say, and, Dave, and I like to say this because I like to say this in front of Dave. I like to wear my, sorry. <laughs> I love that I, wear, I can wear my heart on my sleeve <laughs> because I yeah. feel like when I give that kind of openness to people, I get it in return. 
Um, Perfect. And it's so true. I would also say that I like um, that I'm transparent and honest, even when asked a question from a stranger, such as at Walmart, you know, even though it might cause us to walk around the entire store till we find the perfect gift for his wife. What's I, left Walmart, I left Walmart that day feeling really good. And, and anybody such as myself would have said, oh yeah, the knife set looks beautiful. But instead yeah. he walked around for 30 minutes, even though he ended with the stupid knife set that he wanted. I don't know. I didn't physically see him check out, but he was still holding it like later on. <laughs> but no, honestly, I used to say that, that the old me would have said, that's a perfect gift, that old knife set for an anniversary gift. Hell no. I was like, you are, I'm not letting you walk out of here with, with that knife set. <laughs> You're the best. I love that. Oh but then it gets me in those situations now, granted, you know. They they make for really good weekly reels. They the do. They do. Now, so, which, is that next week? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Are we ready for which, which I've got a few If it, it, for those of you who like to hear my uh, interesting I encounters. I have another grocery store encounter to share, which I will oh share. Oh my next God. Week. I got to stack up. I got to think back on what happens to me. Um, okay. Renee, what podcast or not podcast, what self-help like books, books. Do you have there? Okay. I, I got a lot. So I'll just run down real quick. Some of, some of the good ones. Um, this one I feel like was huge for me. It's called you do you by Sarah Knight. So literally like do what you want and everyone else can come with you or not. <laughs> um you are a badass another one of just like pumping you up mm -hmm. um these two are more like I don't know the miracle morning is just kind of good for your mindset of creating morning routines Lots that of one stuff is, in there that one I didn't even read that fully but you can literally just take out like I think there's like top five or something in that one yeah like things like five to steps to like waking up or something I forget but yeah. it's really good I like that yeah yeah um this one super random but literally helped our like financial lives the total money makeover by Dave Ramsey um, David. Uh, I'm out Renee is this for is this when we spent 13 hours talking on zoom yes and I just told you what the whole book was about and how to pay off your debt <laughs> um and then also I knew I should have recorded that <laughs> um these two are two of my favorites that I listen to on audio and the both authors actually read these books and I loved listening to them. They have a good voice. The one is Finish by John Acuff. He's so funny. Like he's very dry and just, I don't know. I love that. Probably my top recommended one. And it's just about how um, everyone can get started, but it's hard to finish things. And he gives lots of really good tips and ways to finish what you started and then Ooh, I uh, like that I like that yeah it's really good and then the other one I loved is the big leap by Gay Hendricks and that is about how you um unconsciously self-sabotage when you start getting close to any type of success and like little things about people like having a big presentation they did a great job at and then all of a sudden they're like super sick because they don't want to give it like it's really crazy talking crazy. about like your your he calls it the upper limit problem and like how you need to get past it and take the leap and whatever so wow that's mm -hmm. interesting. yeah I feel like I could really use that um yeah. did you, so did you, I will link ever, all of those yes please do have either of you ever read or heard of um unfuck yourself is that what it's called yes unfuck your brain or is unfuck that unfuck your brain yourself? yes 
Um, your that, brain. that was recommended as an Enneagram three of what to uh, self-help book to read, but I never read it. So I haven't either. Just wondering. Getting over anxiety, anger, freak outs, et cetera. And Is your orange? Oh no, there's one. It's of yellow. Huh? Oh, what's the orange one? Orange? Can't see. This that is one. called Unfuck Your Brain. Maybe. But there is also Unfuck Yourself by uh, John Bishop. Yeah, I think that's it. Unfuck Yourself. Oh, yeah. oh is that that you badass? You're a badass? No. Mm-mm. But anyway. Unfuck Yourself. Get out of your head and into your life. That's it. So now I need talking. to get audio because I, I do like reading a book and I like to have like hard copy books, but I feel like I just never do it. And I commute for work. So I feel like I should just. You Get definitely should. Or Becca, is it the subtle art of not giving a fuck? That one's orange. Oh, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yep. I feel I like a lot I about might this have started that one. Maybe that's the one that said Enneagram three should read. I don't know why, but apparently they should. And that's me. So maybe I'll read it. You should. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. All right. Well, we'll link all of that. Anything else we need to share on loving ourselves, love each other? <laughs> I mean, we could go on and on, but today that's enough for now. (laughs) Agree. I love you all. Love love yourself and go in peace. Love yourself and unfuck yourself. All right. Go go in peace to love and serve the Lord. (laughs) Love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Wow, Catholics. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be here every Thursday, so be sure to come back and hang with us. If you like this episode, share with a friend or tag us on Instagram so we can personally thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye girls. <laughs>